0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.
1: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.
2: Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts, give it a five-star rating, and leave a little review. It's the best way to let other Bravo lovers find out about the show. Today's episode is blessed with the presence of Cara Berry. She's a fan fave here on Bravo Happy Hour, and she's the host of the Everyone's Business But Mine podcast, which is a show all about the mess we know and love on reality TV and all throughout pop culture. You have been doing an amazing job on Instagram lately with your pop culture nuggets of the day which is a video or photo, I guess, of like an iconic moment that p- people have forgotten. And most notably was the Hulk Hogan massaging <laughs> suntan lotion into his daughter Brooke's
0: ass. <laughs> Thank you so much. I, um no, I mean, like it's, it's sad because these aren't even like things that I have to look for. This is like, just how my mind works and the sick things that come to my mind at every given day. So like when you see them, it's literally like I thought about it five minutes beforehand. I was like, oh yeah, like this, my mind is just like, you know, like, dick, and then, like, other things, you know?
2: <laughs> so.
0: I know. It's kind of
2: unfortunate this quarantine has really put an end to my dick game, which I kind of was flourishing in. For yeah. for a couple of months, I was doing really well, and now yeah. the well has run dry, and I'm not even, like, a fun, cute girl who, like, wants to FaceTime all the time. Like, people are like, why don't you FaceTime with this guy, or why don't you do that? I'm like, what is, what do I get out of that? Like, Yeah, it's a little fun for 10 minutes, and then I'm like, all right, I got to clean my room, or, like, I got to do something else, like, (laughs) yeah, I can't, I can't
0: expect it to, like, be on, like, I need to be prepared for these sort of things, like, you know, it's just, like, if you're not paying for my drinks, and, like, what, really, what is it in for me? It
2: takes a long time for me to be, like, effortlessly charming, and so, like, (laughs) if I have to, like, do it over FaceTime when this person doesn't know me, or, like, any of my, like neuroses it's like hard to just like come in really hot of like this is me this is me after- this is what i would be like at home
0: with you and they're like um exactly no <laughs> no 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 i have to trick you first before we get to this point
2: yeah exactly i have to look amazing in like five to ten different outfits you'd have like you know no idea how long it took for me to like concoct
0: this great look right. um, exactly that's
2: like what i'm known for
0: Takes <laughs> a lot of work to be so effortless you know
2: Honestly the other day I got these like sh- trappy sandals like I'm I'm shoe shopping like that's kind of where like my online addiction has gone to like I don't really like buy anything else but I do love buying shoes online And then I got these, like, yeah, like, strappy pink shoes, and I was just, like, walking around my apartment in them, and then I, like, took a picture of my feet in them, like, again, this is, like, after wine, where I'm, like, so bored, (laughs) like, I guess I'll just make myself happy, and then, like, two weeks later, I'm, like, going through my pictures, and it's just, like, four pictures of, like, my bare thighs and these strappy shoes, I'm, like, oh, my God, this is getting bad. (laughs) And so we, uh, <laughs> you know, we
0: do what we gotta do. For real? <laughs>
2: well, this past week was crazy for Bravo people. Obviously we had an, uh, an amazing episode for Roni but more importantly, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills came back for what is it? Season 10? I can't my dyslexia is not good with keeping track of what, <laughs> <we> did, <laughs> what franchises are up to but I think it's season 10.
1: She uh, came back this
2: week and I was thrilled. Cara, what are your thoughts? I
0: Well I mean you know we're all talking about the last couple minutes and so that was very you know exciting and titillating for me. Um, I'm loving Garcelle. I think she was like a seamless entry like in the same way that like Dorinda was like just like incredible and so I'm loving her and I loved like she did an interview with Andy for Watch What Happens Live and like did this whole like you know pick which of the cast members, you know, is this or that or this or that. Like who's the most ego and like she said Kyle, like she really seems like she doesn't fuck with Kyle and like I love that. I'm like mostly ambivalent towards Kyle, but like I, you know, if somebody wants to come for her, I'm going to be happy too.
2: Yeah, I kind of agree on that stance with her. Like, I don't hate her vehemently like a lot of other people do or they think that she's, like, so manipulative and backstabbing. I do think she's a little bit like that, but I also think she's just, like, a catty bitch who had sisters and, like, a weird jealous mom her whole life. So I feel like that's just, like, Kyle's normal level. But I did right. really like Dorit kind of coming after her and being, like... Kind of like the belittling friend in the I, fashion industry, and I love that. I really enjoyed it, and and I knew it was gonna be coming because for the th- past few seasons, Kyle and Reed have always been fake friends, and they were only being playing nice with each other because they both wanted to be Lisa Vanderpump's number one. And now that they're not fighting over being Lisa Vanderpump's BFF, I think they're just gonna start fighting with each other because they have no reason to be friends. Absolutely. to see this uh, boil over, which, you know, you do see Dorit kind of nagging Teddy for, you know, being judgy-wudgy, whatever, and then being a boring snooze. And
0: so, I mean, it's perfect because (laughs) I call this like just pretty much basically what you said, like as soon as they get Lisa out, they're all just going to come for each other. And like, it's not going to be this like happy singing along, you know, season. No, like somebody has to be the villain. And I think it's, it feels like it's going to be Kyle. Um, And yeah, like Dorit, just like going in on her about how uneducated she was about the fashion show and how unprepared she was. And like, you know, I just thought that was incredible. I I like to see Dorit like that. Like, I don't like pretentious Dorit, but like Dorit does know fashion to some degree, certainly more than Kyle does. And I like to see her like being knowledgeable and being like, yeah, this, you're really fucking up. Well, as much
2: as, like, we like to make fun of Dorit and, like, Beverly Beach, because, like, I mean, it's just too easy to not make fun of, but she did, like, have a career in fashion for a very long time, and, like, all of, like, the old videos on YouTube of Dorit, like, without an accent and without, like, her new nose, she was, like, at fashion shows and behind the scenes and working with that, so I do understand, like, where she's coming from as, like, a a friend, Um, but Kyle being really uh, defensive on Twitter right now is kind of my favorite thing. She tweeted at read saying, I didn't just put my name on the clothing line like she suggested. I worked closely with Shahida on the looks we wanted for a long time. That's why, that is why I pulled out the pieces that I knew nothing about and were not in the collection when I showed up. They had additional pieces, blah, 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 and they were not in our collaboration, so I took them out. I really feel like Kyle just completely grandstanded this poor Shahida woman and, the, <laughs> like, and right. even the production coordinator who was handling the event, Like, you do know there's, like, time that these things take, and they've probably all been kind of hammered out by the time that you, like, strut in the backstage
0: area with your daughters demanding things. (laughs) Well, right. Like, she kind of told on herself during the episode, so, like, this seems like, okay, like, yeah, maybe you saw pieces in there that weren't the ones that you worked on, but, like, you also said very clearly that like I would send text to Hita stuff and she would just bring me back with a product and oh like you know we saw her being like totally flummoxed about like what are the makeup looks going to be for the the models what is this you know what are you going to do that like very basic questions and she had no answer for them so it's like okay well what is the truth?
2: yeah like what are you doing if you don't know like the very basic things about the show (laughs) you don't know the clothes you don't know the hair and makeup the shoes don't fit anybody you know you just last minute decide your daughters are going to be walking in the show like what is it and what I really want to know about this collection is what is the like genre of clothing like is it ready to wear it like because some of them were like spandex tight bodysuits that Lisa Rinna's wearing with like a kimono over it with animal print on it I'm like are these pieces you're supposed to be wearing individually or is that a look that you're supposed to wear together and then like strutting down in like a casual blazer that looks like it's from like (laughs) what continuity is there a theme is that like what is happening in this show
0: Totally. Like, Doreen was wearing something completely different from the rest of the cast members. Like, it made no sense. Like, have you ever been to Kyle by Aileen too? No, unfortunately.
2: I live on the Upper East Side, and I never got to go before it shut down. It's a shame. I,
0: I went to do, to write an article about it, and it was, like, kind of <laughs> similar to that stuff. It was, like, those, like, you know, like, Miami question mark like flowy kaftany things which is like not the vibe for New York it's not even the vibe for the Hamptons like so I don't really understand like it, to me it doesn't even seem like the vibe for Beverly Hills so like I'm not really sure who like, it just seems very Fort
2: Lauderdale to me. Well, I can't remember which woman said the perfect phrase. I think actually Kyle was describing this line, and she said hotel gift shop. And that just, like, yeah. ding, 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 ding. like that's exactly <laughs> where I would see one of these hideous cover-ups. Yeah. And hotel gift shop, shop. You go after a few mimosas, and you buy it. You buy, you spend $300 on it. And then for the exactly. rest of your life, you're like...
0: Yeah, it's like that one little boutique what? in the, the beach town. <laughs> um, definitely good for, like, a cruise ship that sort of vibe. <laughs> Most <friendship> definitely.
2: <laughs> well, outside of Gerso, who did just come on the scene, easy breezy, beautiful cover girl, like, just, <laughs> like, <laughs> she, it was like, it was like a whirlwind. I'm like, because usually there's some sort of, like, hand-holding to introduce a new cast member, but it was just like, okay, here she is. Love her. You know, she was really sweet with, uh, Erica they like immediately clicked so that was kind of cool but yeah. then we also are introduced to Sutton who is also the newbie who I think <sighs> kind of okay I'm like ugging her but I'm kind of excited for what I think she's going to bring because yeah, you know, she's got that southern vibe she's got like a New York City snobbery which I obviously really enjoy <laughs> and she's really really rich in a way that maybe like Dorit and I'm trying to think it's really only Dorit who on the show is like faking having any sort of like clout but I loved like her ice in the champagne which is like kind of like a DL bougie thing and like even like the Fendi versus Fendi it it's embarrassing that she doesn't know Fendi but it also tells you like how old money she is that like even her idea of fashion wouldn't even have anything that has like come out recently or is like
0: new or cool like but it's also like, we oh, saw yeah. that like pink monstrosity that she wore from Dolce & Gabbana. And so it's like, okay, you're just like a label whore and like you just wear yeah. things because they're expensive. Most you know, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had a very visceral reaction to her, especially when she came to act like she had no idea what Fenty was, which is like, Fenty's not like, it's not like, you know, you know, Nicki Minaj for Kmart, She it's under the Louis Vuitton how? Yeah. So oh, yeah. like <laughs> so yeah, I I don't like her. <laughs> I wish that I did. And I like, you know, there's like people that you love to hate and I don't even love to hate her. Like I just didn't like her at all. She seemed very pretentious, but like it doesn't seem like I hope that we're not getting too much of her. Like on New York, I'm not liking Elise either. Like who is she?
2: Oh yeah, I feel like Elise is coming in a little hot. Like, all
0: right, don't throw stones at them. Yeah, like, settle down, lady. We yeah. we don't need that. We're not asking for that. But um, I I respect the fact that you're liking her. I just can't agree.
2: Well, I I always try to give it like a few episodes. I did agree with her where I did think Erica Jane's butt cheeks being out at a dinner is a little much. It's like cover your butt cheeks. Like, I would say that to anybody. It could be, like, my seven-year-old cousin. I'll be like, put your butt cheeks away. I feel like I I was with her on that.
0: (laughs) That's fair. But yeah, I mean, I think maybe it made it worse because I liked Garcelle so much that, like, just was like, ugh, do we have to have, do we have to deal with this? But I don't know. I'm nervous about the season like I am every season because it's so boring.
2: Yeah, I mean, one good thing that they did was immediately put them on a cash trip. That's exactly the way to start a fresh new season, throw them all on a trip, get them all their comfort zone, and throw two new girls in the mix. I feel like something good is going to happen. And at the end of this one, I'm trying to think where we left. Oh, actually, no, yeah, it ended off with, like, the Denise uh,
0: <laughs> not filming anymore situation. Oh, like- freeze frame of Kyle being like everything was so great that day I don't know what happened well, I don't know why I'm doing a Dorit voice but <laughs> it <was so> <laughs>
2: it's a matter of time before Kyle gets a random fake accent
0: <laughs> I mean she's been waiting for it
2: I feel like um, Kyle actually has that like old Hollywood actress voice like I think yeah. a lot of people do like in Beverly Hills it's like <laughs> shut up shut up speak normal <laughs>
0: Uh, totally totally with you um but i'm like ugh. i i also have a lot of feelings about teddy and i think it's because of eva on housewives of atlanta is like always pregnant <laughs> so I can't take a pregnancy storyline right now i just i don't know Yeah, i don't know
2: i guess i've gotten literally like people writing emails to me being like how
1: dare you
2: say what? that you want to see someone pregnant they are bringing life into this world they are lucky It's like, of course, having a baby is the most beautiful thing, and a safe, healthy baby is what I care about. But frankly, I don't care about your baby on this show. Like, I don't care about, like, your Lamas class that your husband can't make because he works too much. Like, I don't care about whatever storylines will
0: come from this. We're going stroller shopping. (laughs) Right. Like, I I love that she, you know, she wants to have a kid and she had one, and that is amazing. But that's not the the off season. Yeah. That is not the point, so I don't know. We'll see. Yeah,
2: no, she didn't really bring anything, and also I found it, like, very manipulative when Kyle was like, thank you all so much for coming to the party before my fashion show. Teddy has an announcement! Like,
0: why is she doing that here? (laughs) It was really, really strange, but yeah. Who was your favorite on Beverly Hills?
2: Uh, let's see... Frankly, I don't really know if I have one. I do like Rinna. Uh, she, I, I like Rinna because I find her to be like kooky and funny. Like I, I'm like a sucker and like her dancing videos. But yeah. I found her to be a little judgmental towards Erica when she opened up about working at the go-go bar. And Rena right. was like, "I can't. I would. Ne- I could never imagine my daughters doing that." It's like your daughters basically are showing their vulva on Instagram. Every other day. In addition to, like, you doing similar things for a lot more people to see than Erica, you know, in the 90s, making... I mean, yeah,
0: you've been pimping them out for modeling careers for years, but okay, whatever.
2: (laughs) Do you not remember? I didn't let them model until they were 16! It's like, 16! (laughs) Like, I was, like, hanging out in a mall parking lot, like, trying to not cough on a cigarette. Like, that's what you do at 16. Not, like...
0: Yeah, I mean it's a very (laughs) privileged thing to say. Like, I would never let my daughters do that. Like, of course, you guys are multimillionaires. Like, they they don't have to do anything if they don't want to.
2: (laughs) Or when she was like bragging in the earlier season, she's like, Delilah works at a deli and makes toast. It's like (laughs) many people have had jobs. That is a huge thing. And and you know what? Kudos to you for making your kid work. Or having, giving them any sort of incentive to feel like they might need to work, but, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure the seven weeks that Delilah was working at the, the bakery are really going to carry her on for life, but, you know, you know, some of us aren't that lucky.
2: <laughs> well, speaking of people who are making a living, um, doing what they can, Brandy Glanville has been, <laughs> I was actually going to make an even ruder transition after <laughs> the words were coming out of my mouth. I was like, just lay off. but brandy glanville has been drunk all over cameo this past week she posted a video (laughs) where she's like wearing like a neck scarf has like a big glass of some miscellaneous wine i think maybe a red wine with an ice cube very sutton of her and she has glasses on medical gloves and she's just wasted and then she starts talking about being allergic to pussy just bad pussy don't tell denise (laughs) Oof, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: What does any of this mean?
0: Is this the second time she's talked about somebody's pussy being bad? Yeah, because she did with, um, homegirls over in that. Miami. Like, yeah. keep people's pussies out your mouth. And like, for Dana from Pools, who needs to stop saying the phrase fat pussy, which I've never. It's heard not gonna happen, happened, to. Dana. It's never gonna happen. But yeah, I. Brandy's concerning. I, she seems very self-aware of the fact that she's, like, drunk all the time, but also yeah. continues to just be drunk all the time, <laughs> so, I, it's, it's scary for me, it's scary.
2: Yeah, I watched, I ended up watching more cameos, because then I was like, what else, uh, and she's, it's so funny, like, one, she, like, won't really acknowledge the person who she's talking to, so she'll be like, um, hey, uh, Carly? Hey Carly, um <laughs> your good friend or was it your husband? Oh god, I can't. <laughs> are you guys married or are you just engaged? Well, my dog's being a cunt right now. She said cunt three times in one cameo. And you know, pardon me, I know people get fucking crazy when I say that word, but you know, Brandy's getting paid and like not even addressing like anything about this person. She's like, "I can't see my kids. They're at Eddie's. The chihuahua's eating too much and I'm eating too much and my jaw." I'm like, "Brandy, Again, focus. Like, tell the person you hope they're doing well. You hope they're having a great birthday. Won't be able to see their friends. Like, there are things. She's just airing all of her grievances. And then she's talking about how she gets drunk at her kids' soccer games. She's like, I used to get a lot drunker at soccer than basketball now.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. I'm not drinking during all my sports games. <laughs> that's dark that's extremely I dark I don't think my mom was definitely not mixing a Gatorade vodka concoction uh, my mom can barely get through like a Rita. it like takes her days to be. so I, I don't know this world so um <laughs> I don't yeah this, this world this is a it's extremely dark and uh concerning for me I what's happening with what's happening with Randy
2: you know I think she's probably like deeply lonely, has like deep money issues, and would just suck so bad. I can imagine her just like sitting in that apartment drinking Gatorade and vodka, talking to her chihuahuas all day.
0: Sure. But then also don't show up at their events drunk.
2: Well (laughs) that might help
0: (laughs) if you want to see them.
2: Well yeah that's another kind of issue where it's like co-parenting could be a situation if you were willing to maybe be a little bit more like responsible per se. like I don't know the word like I don't want to say responsible per se but like I feel like she could have a relationship with Eddie and whatever Leanne especially like during a quarantine like you think you kind of like put things aside and be like okay like let's all be together so at least we can all see the kids all the time
0: right or at least like try not to be publicly messy um I mean that might help I just feel like She's putting strikes against her, and, like, I understand, like, addiction is, it feels like addiction to me, because, like, this seems very, like, uh, self-destructive, but, uh, yeah, I, I, it's very dark. I feel for her, and I hope she, like, gets a clue.
2: I think, like, drinking and, like, being a mess has, like, unfortunately kind of become what she, like, thinks her brand is. Yeah. Oftentimes, I feel like she could be, like, leaning into it, because, like, here we are talking about her, and I think oftentimes people really do believe in like the bad press is good press it's Right? Like, is
0: that? <laughs> i mean how many times do we have to see her pussy lips out on sunset boulevard you know
2: pussy lips and tampon strings
0: <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> oh lord
2: anyways <laughs> <laughs> moving on to happy news <laughs> so adrian Malouf, who i think was on seasons one through three her ex-husband, Paul, got married later this past year, and they are now expecting a baby girl. This is going to be his fourth kid. I knew these two were going to have a kid, and hey, I'm, I'm happy for him and her, yeah. whoever she is.
0: Whoever this woman who was literally half his age is, good for her. Good for you, you know? Yeah. What else, what else is going to happen here?
2: Yeah, well, I was like, why else? Well, some I can't remember who my guest was when we were talking about this. They were like, I wonder if they're going to have a kid. I'm like, she's 29 and he's 57 and rich. If she doesn't have a kid, she's brain dead. Like, why would you
0: ever be with <laughs> This isn't a love marriage. Come on. This is a, a transactional This thing. is a very comfortable situation where she's probably now just living in a mansion. <laughs> like, she's, maybe they're in love. has got to be an heir to the, the botched fortune. The botched yeah, sure. fortune. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh my god true damn, damn That's so freaking true gosh I mean those kids are like fully adults right like his son's gotta be kind of closer to her age his wife's age than certainly than you he
2: oh yeah mm, I don't like that I feel like that's like a an age range that you need to where you need to rethink things you know and I don't hate yeah. like the age gap I like older guys but Damn. i i definitely don't need someone who's like closer to my dad's age that would be
0: no hard path on that
2: setting it's like who picks up dinner my boyfriend or my dad Right.
0: <laughs> exactly it's, it's a great question but you know model to them i hope it's a girl do i i don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh god.
2: I god god i just hope they have a girl god. <laughs> Oh my god well we're kind of jumping around because that's how my brain is working lately um just to jump into some Vanderhoof rules stuff since we're in Beverly Hills land Lala Kent's wedding was supposed to be yesterday the 18th but it was canceled and she's been posting about how sad and depressed and anxious she is because of all of this which makes me sad I feel like it does suck when you do like all this planning and shit but one thing that I did want to think of was was there ever a bachelorette trip for Lala or is not because that she's aware like of. a sober freaking queen? Like does she not, like what would they do? Like, I don't know. Like I just feel like I didn't see it anywhere.
0: Yeah, I don't know what you do when you're sober and all of your friends are like basically alcoholics. Like what do you do with them? I have no idea. This seems like she would do something very like expensive and chic, hopefully not taking them to like wherever that Dutch country she took them in. in the oh, uh, solving. <laughs> 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 yeah. Solving. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I don't think she ever did one. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know, is
2: Lala someone who we think actually has friends outside of the cast? Or do you think she met Randall and immediately abandoned everyone? Because remember when she was like, your man made out with my friend. It's like, where's that friend?
0: Who's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, where are man? those people. It seems like if she did have friends that she has made a choice to kind of stick to the Vanderpump people. Um, and it also seems like she spends a lot of times, like, with Rand and his kids and stuff. Oh, yeah, Um, mommy duty. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, she seems like on the show, she's very much like, hey, welcome to the crew, so glad you're in the circle, like, she's been there the whole time, and she hasn't, um, and also, like, (laughs) it, it makes me sad, because to me, it's, like, clearly they're friends with her because of what she can bring to the table, like, for many of these people, like... Like, I know some of the cast members have friends that are, like, actual A-list people in Hollywood, but, uh, you know, for many of these people, like, Jax, like, a Jax is not going to be friends with, like, I don't know, like, a Ryan Reynolds or something. Like, that's just (laughs) never going to happen. Like, at most, he can maybe be friends with, like, people on The Bachelor. So, I think, like, the proximity to wealth and, you know, whatever Hollywood connections Rand has is, like, uh, alluring to them. But, and that's sad. Because I don't think she sees that.
2: Yeah, I don't think so either. Especially I just think when Jax was trying to explain to the viewers why he was having Rand be like one of his <clears throat> one of his groomsmen when they knew each other for like six months. He's like, um, Rand has got me to Miami. Then he brought me to Cabo. And then he got us the tickets to Disney for for. it's like
0: a <laughs> totally transactional relationship. It's what really
2: about- <laughs> it's like true friendship, but okay. And I think because, like, Randall wants to seem cool. Like, Randall and Jax are, like, probably only five, six years away from each other in age. So Randall is probably, like, oh, wow, I can really butter these, like, cool, cool stars up. And, And, like, these people on Vanderpump Rules, as much as we make fun of them, like, they're still, like, celebrities. And so as much as, like, Lala is, like, potentially with Randall for things outside of love, which, again, I also don't really necessarily believe that. He's also with her because she's, like, a hot chick on a major network fighting with 50 Cent. And, you know, like, so she has, like, she brings something to the table as well. I'm not sure what that something is because it's not really, like, star power or, like, celebrity, like, in a good way. Like, it's not like she's, like, Kate Winslet. Like, or how dated is that reference?
0: (laughs) She's no Kate Winslet. (laughs) She's no Winslet. (laughs) Oh uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's sad that she couldn't have her wedding. I mean, she's gonna have another one. It's not like, you know, cancel can deposit. You, you can just make another one. Um, yeah, I'm. What I'm really not liking about them is how much they're traveling. Oh
2: my gosh, yeah, and that like RV. It's like you do know, like every person you come into contact with, like, is a problem. Like, for it's those- a
0: big problem. It's it's very weird to me that they. And it's also just, like, why do you have to spend your money like that? Like, you're just going three hours away from your other house. Like, what's yeah. the
2: point? Also, so when point you, like, live in a mansion with a pool and, like, a pickleball court, which, like, is, like, a new rich thing. I'm just, like, learning that, like, rich people play pickleball. Yeah. Uh, like, who knew? Um, like, it, Google's, like, the New York City Pickleball League. Um, <laughs> but... They have a big home. They have all this space in the world. They probably have a gym and a beautiful big kitchen. Like, I would never leave if I had any of those things. And so... Right.
0: To act like you're, like, bored of it or whatever, it's just, like, that's really... Su- I mean, there are people in so much more dire situations who are, like... I mean, not to get, like, too deep, but it's, like, just to act like you guys are so bored of, like, the mansion that you live in, is like, really gross to me.
2: Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. Lala actually came after Sheena, my girl Shishu, And said about her recently, saying, we have to all just grow up. It's not interesting to watch a 34-year-old woman in a crop top and a slutty Jojo Siwa ponytail doing the same thing over and over again.
0: The Jojo Siwa dig. Uh, Right. (laughs) Um, And aren't we about to see, like, uh, Lala do her, like, you know, like, fake black scent in in the studio with James Kennedy this episode? So... Okay. He, like,
2: walks in, it's all black people, and it's like, yo, brothers!
0: Hip hop! <laughs> it's like. Exactly. So, I mean. No. You know, <laughs> there are a lot of things about Lala that I could be tired of. I could be tired of, you know, her acting like she's a pit bull. I could be tired of her, like, coming for Queen Raquel. I could be tired of a lot of things. But you know what? Sheena's doing so much work on this season. And I don't appreciate any slander towards Sheena.
2: I agree. And her mom actually recently came out. Erica, love her. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Well, what's Shina's last name before Shay?
0: Um, well, or hers who? was um, <laughs> Jenkin, but her mom's name is like Van Olfen.
2: Oh, so Erica Van Olsen um, <laughs> posted recently on a mom rant saying it's so annoying to be a mom that some of the biggest things that her daughter is going through professionally and personally aren't shown on VPR. She headlined a show in Vegas for six months and <laughs> VPR never showed it. Which is true. It and, is he, true. and that could be said for everybody on the cast though, because I would also like love to see James Kennedy like going to a meet and greet in Atlantic City. Like that's something I want to see in his life. Or Lala being on uh, a fucking movie, like those are big right. things, but we see like stassi being like, My podcast, look at my podcast, or <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the way that they cater to stassi and like all of her different ventures, and like, why are we sitting here talking about the Witches of weho line that like you could only get for like five minutes through a subscription program, and like now they're not even doing it anymore. So it, it's just, it's confusing to me. And so I'm with Erica on that because being in Vegas for six months and headlining a show is a really big deal. And they did not mention it at all. Yeah, it's and not like weird. the members went, so it's weird.
2: You'd think it could have been like a cash trip, even though that cast really can't be trusted in Vegas. Luckily, Tom Schwartz was like forced to get married and in the evening so like he couldn't have really found himself in the messy situation but when they did do that silly prank with the bra (laughs) I I knew I was like this is some fuckery but then there also another part of me was like honestly I could see John uh, Tom Schwartz just like packing away the bra having no clue that it's not even Katie's just no clue
0: but also, it was, like, at the top of all of his clothes. So, like, <laughs> how would you not see that gigantic size double D bra on top of all your clothes? Like, stop playing with me. Quit playing with me.
2: <laughs> I feel like Schwartzy, like, is going to sell that bra to Brett. And he's just going to, like, sniff it before he goes to bed every night. <laughs> guy's fucking uh, weird. And that, like, yeah, I that little maybe.
0: convo. Like, I, didn't like that. I didn't like that. Yeah. It, it's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not liking Lala more and more as time goes on. And it, like you said, it looks like she's angling to be a housewife of Beverly Hills, which, like, I'm not here for.
2: No, I don't think we need that. I definitely think that's, like, in 10 years, like, that's a
0: 10 year game plan. Don't put it's that on your board anytime soon. Yeah. Like, there needs to be a whole new generation of of housewives if that's gonna happen. Like, I just feel like Erica would take one look at her and just laugh in her face. We'd be like, please get away from me. Like, you're disgusting.
2: <laughs> Erica's like, I've made this relationship with Tom, who's also really old and people have questioned me, work for, like, 25 years. So, like, once you've got a decade with Randall under your belt, then then let's talk of this game exactly exactly
0: how long long do we think it's gonna be before randall's like in jail for some sort of like money fraud uh you know not paying his taxes
2: i would say like
0: i would say like three or four years because i feel
2: like we're still kind of in like a golden age of rand like he (laughs) (laughs) We're in a place of Rand right now. You're right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he's directing a movie. Well, he was directing a movie in Puerto Rico. Like, I feel like he's, like, hot. Everybody's into him. He's a new Vanderpump Rules right. cast member. Like, he's on fire. But right. now he's going to get ahead of himself, like we were seeing with an RV and all these PJs and owing 50 cent a million dollars. Like, there's a lot of, like, reckless money management I'm seeing And also, he has two daughters, who I'm assuming he has to pay child support for, um, for each of them. And then, you know, they live in LA, so they're going to have to go to fancy private schools. Lala's going to pop out a kid, I would say, the moment she's married, like, I think 10 months after, you know, she is married. And then, like, more kids to pay for. And then, I think, yeah, like, three, four years, Rand is, Rand is going to. (laughs) <laughs> definitely not being a good place it's gonna be oh I'm more people money there's gonna be another Fafty gate but i don't know who it's gonna be this time
0: oh who won't it be <laughs> <Right>?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well Stasi actually got some shit from danica which i really enjoyed so she tweeted wow. i'm willing to go back to waitressing at sir for this quarantine to be over honestly at this point i put it Put on that SIR dress and clock in. Danica clapped back. Thank God. Saying, well, Tom Tom. Tom and Tom are raising money for their employees. You're kind of insulting this pandemic that has left everyone at SIR, in addition to Tom Tom, Pump, you know, Villa Blanca. Everyone forgets about that one. um, Left out everyone at these spots having to file for unemployment. Everyone at SIR is struggling while you're insensitively cracking jokes and sitting pretty in your new house. Shake my head. Not fucking wrong. Saucy like... How tone deaf of you to you know make a flippin' joke about like having to go back to your you know old shitty job of being a waitress when so many people are dreaming of their old shitty waitressing job so that they could pay their rent and feed their fucking families.
0: Ugh. Exactly. I love that she came for her because yeah, it's like oh, I would I would lower myself and like go back to waitressing just so this would be over. It's like shut up. <laughs> like truly, really just shut up. Um, it's. Yeah, I I love that she came for her. I love that she made, like, very good points. Like, not that it really matters to people, like, who really love Stassi, because if you like her, like, she can literally do no wrong, it seems. (laughs) Yeah. But I, I, I really appreciate Danica saying that, and I gotta say, I like her more than any of the other new cast members on the show.
2: I agree. I feel like she's got a fire in her eyes. You know, she has all of these miscellaneous restraining orders now that we yeah. just thought about this week. I'm like, let's get in deeper about those. And let's get some of those guys on the show. Like, we need some someone to just mix things up. And they keep peppering, like, her kind of craziness onto us. And she's like, yeah, I blow into this thing when I get in the car. <laughs> but, like, rewind. Tell us more about these kinds of stories and she's also, I think, right when it comes to Dana and Brett, like, she does deserve better, but at a certain point, like, girl, your friend is going to fuck that guy, make that guy, date that guy, do whatever with the guy she wants to, regardless of you, and so, I feel like to be the first friend to, like, she's, like, just, like, oh, yeah, we just met, we just started hanging out, and she's, like, you deserve better, don't date him, it's, like, (laughs) she didn't even, like, have, like, do anything serious with the guy, like,
0: Yeah, she really, like, goes straight for the jugular, and I appreciate that. Um, I agree with her. He's a
2: fucking loser, and she could do way better, but, like, I'm not her friend. Really?
0: (laughs) Totally. Like, I would love to see her go up against Katie or Lala, or, like, I I need to see more integration of her in the old cast, because I think she has what it takes. She, was she the one that got arrested at the premiere party? Yes. (laughs) I mean, she's giving us everything, and... Like, I just want to see more of it. I agree. And one thing
2: that I did notice this past episode was Jackson Britt are getting the fade out. And I think that was, like, the post wedding phase out that the producers probably realized they needed to do some re-editing after everybody and their mother on Twitter and Instagram and everything was just completely over 32 parties for the two of them this season.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, if having, like, 30 people on the cast has given us anything it's the fact that like we don't have to like i mean they're still forcing these like bullshit storylines
3: hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter
0: depends on us but at least it gives the people that I don't want to see a lot less chance a lot less screen time and I appreciate that I'm trying to find the the silver lining in every situation these days
2: I love that for you stay positive thank you you. (laughs) (laughs) well speaking of things that are actually really grinding my gears and making me feel incredibly negative is what's happening in New Jersey right now so Caroline Manzo's daughter Lauren Manzo went hard in the paint on Instagram about comments people are making towards her daughter Markey who's three years old so she posted on her story saying since so many of you are absolutely insane mean and don't know how to mind your own fucking business we will no longer be posting photos of Markey on our Instagram this includes my my extended family on their Instagram too thanks for fucking it up for everyone else so this is why we can't have nice things, people, because people are criticizing a cute little three-year-old on her birthday. <laughs> For what? For what?
0: What do you get out of this, people? Truly. Like, I, it's disc- it's sick. The She's, like, the cutest little girl. And, like, I love seeing, like, her and, and Caroline cooking together and, like, just being so cute. She's adorable. And it's just, like, I would be livid. If that was my kid, I would be, like drop the pin and I will fight you in the streets right now. So like, <laughs> I get it. But I think it's like, it's like, what is wrong with people? Like, she's a child. She's a child.
2: She's a child. And like, whatever you're going to say about how she looks or whatever, she's not going to see this. Like, right. what, do you, what do you need to tell? When you tell your friend that their kid is ugly? Like, if you wouldn't do that to your friend, don't do it to a, to a stranger on the internet. And she's such a sweet little girl, and you know what? Like, it's just, it's... She amazing.
0: didn't ask for People. this. Like, yeah. she, it's not even, her mom's not even on a show. Like, it, you know, it's, It's so, like, gross. Like, what do you get, uh, you know, and I'm saying this is, you know, we have podcasts where we snark on people, but it's, like, what are you gaining from, like, (laughs) like, what are you gaining from, like, making fun of a child and the the way the child looks, like, (laughs) grow up. Grow up. It's gross.
2: And honestly, like, I wrote in my outline, like, this is really going to affect Albie's Instagram presence because without (laughs) his muse, Marky, He's got no followers. No one wants to see his posts. He does, like, lots of, like, a mark, like, he'll do, like, one marquee post a week, and then usually he'll do, like, a Friday post, where he'll just have, like, a caption that says Friday, and it's, like, a funny picture of his friends. Now we don't even get a Friday marquee post, Mm -hmm. but this, I do believe, and I'm calling it now, within the next month, Albie's gonna propose so that they can have whatever, a fall wedding, January wedding, whatever. And then she's going to get pregnant really quickly because he's going to need that baby content and he's going to need, like, daddy, daddy podcaster vibes. Like, I feel like this is coming for Albie now that Marky is off-limits.
0: I I fully agree. Um, Yeah, I mean, Albie's got to do something. (laughs) Now that he can't use his toddler, what else is he going to do? Just (laughs) knock it up, you know? Just get it done.
2: Yeah, Albie's one of, like, the most tragic figures on Bravo because... He's just so hot, but just, like, nothing sticks. Nothing.
0: Nothing. A complete non-starter, that one.
2: No, he's a starter.
0: He's not a finisher. Okay, yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Touche.
2: Touche. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, moving into just totally different news, Real Housewives of Atlanta has been kind of boring the last few episodes. Basically, just should be recalled Men Ain't Shit in Atlanta. Um, and rumors have now been going around that Kenya and Mark are back together. However, they are not quarantining together. So I don't understand where the disconnect would be.
0: I mean, didn't she... I mean... What... what, what? I love your (laughs) side. (laughs) It just stresses me out. What is it that she sees in him? He clearly hates her. Hate. like Hatred. Like truly hates her and so like I'm just not understanding like what the motivation is like okay maybe you want to have a family and all that but like to what end to the to the degree of him calling you like an idiot on television like like he like Kenya to Mark is like the bitch eating crackers like everything she does he finds like to be the most offensive thing like he just it never even seems like he wants to be in a room with her. Like, he truly hates her. And to the point where, like, he can't even, like, fake it and be nice even to make himself look better. Like, he just hates her. <laughs> it's, so I don't understand. Wh- what are you going back to? What are you guys working on?
2: Well, I'm wondering, like, if he ended up watching the show and felt kind of remorseful even though I, like, so. I feel like yeah any person watching their behavior look like that on the screen like I feel like you would need to have a little bit of a come to jesus moment like maybe this shouldn't happen again however history will repeat itself and you know there's next season they're going to start filming soon and then what and then we're going to get another season of this and another season of this and You know, that fake-ass closet full of, like, you know, eyes-odd shoes that have never been touched, like, ever. Like, none of that stuff was ever touched. Right. (laughs) How many t-shirts does one man need in a home he doesn't live in?
0: Or business shirts and business khakis. I'm like, does he wear khakis?
2: Right.
0: Take take the baby and run. Like, (laughs) just take her, just take little Brooklyn and leave her in Atlanta. Like, I don't, he's just so, like, repulsive. Like, he's even worse than, um, than, uh, Emily Simpson's husband over in (gasps) Orange County. Like, I would literally, like, if I saw Mark in the streets, I would literally fight him. And I don't even like Kenya.
2: (laughs) I'm with you on that. Well, I've been saying on all of my shows lately, like, where is Mark and how have we never seen him out in Manhattan? Like, how is no one on Reddit- facebook any of these groups even at his restaurant no one has taken a picture of mark behind the bar being like oh my god mark Daly sighting like and people go to his restaurant because of the show of course like i read like yelp reviews a couple weeks ago people were like this place says they have the best mac and cheese but i don't believe it (laughs) oh my god
0: Uh, yeah at all the internet please probably can't see him because he he probably doesn't reach over the counter like he probably you can't see him over the counter I don't know how tall this man is but he he's got to be really short if he
2: him. has a nose ring like the
0: nose ring is <laughs> like this is gonna make girls want to
2: fuck me like I look euro like
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's something about him that's like you were either like not attractive growing up or you were very short or both like something about the way he like moves through the world is very like egomaniacal and has like napoleon energy absolutely also i'm on a website i'm trying to
2: find his height and it's (laughs) (laughs) wealthypersons.com and it's saying his height in meters 1.8 meters in feet 5'9". And well, Kenia's yeah. probably tall. Let's see how you Moore height. She's got to be five eight, five nine,
0: five ten. 5'10"! There eight. you go! Um, well, there's a the problem. Now, now we pinned it.
2: <laughs> that that on really insecure little bitch.
0: <laughs> 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 I mean, I would like to root for people getting together, but I just, like, I've never seen a moment of time where things seemed, like, even remotely healthy for them, so...
2: Yeah. I mean, of course you want, like, a family to be together and Brooklyn to have, like, a happy mom and dad. But the damage, I believe, that will be done to a kid is going to be far worse sitting and watching their parents year after year after year, maybe trying to work it out. And it never happened. And, like, Kenya's a beautiful woman. And I was saying this on Mani's podcast the other day, but, like, I feel like maybe this was, like, a growing moment that she needed and can maybe have a relationship with a man now. Without like this massive insecurity of not having a kid because she has one, so like Mm -hmm. maybe can go into a relationship to like actually like looking for like love for herself, not desire to have a partner to have a baby with or having to rush into that because she rushed into having a baby. I mean, obviously it was a struggle and they both knew that, but they had a baby pretty quickly after they got married, and so maybe without that pressure on her, she can focus on herself and like actually finding a decent man who doesn't. You know, either like verbally assault her, or like physically, like that guy Matt we, we saw a couple seasons ago, who was absolutely terrifying, I and mean, you can only imagine what he was capable of when cameras weren't
0: rolling. Exactly, and and we saw what when cameras were rolling, where he's like punching the garage,
2: like slamming glass, like breaking glass windows, and I'm like that's good, that's good.
0: Yeah, it's oh god, I I mean, I don't want this for her.
2: I gotta say. I don't I want it for awful. anybody. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, switching topics, we're going to talk about our favorite ladies from New York, which this season just keeps bringing it on. Like, I am so thrilled with how it's going so far. But I was thinking in 10 years when eventually, like, Ramona and Sonia will not be fun to watch anymore on television. It's actually gonna be scary and really sad. Um, that we should do a Rony daughter show. And I mm, think yeah. we Avery, Victoria Delisaps, Sonia's order Quincy, who will all of all of a sudden come on screen because we don't know who this like <laughs> random brilliant student at UPAN is, and then Allie Zarin. I feel like it's a really good start.
0: I love that. I mean, we've seen Allie like I don't think she she wants to be on camera. Like she used to be on. She was on um, oh my gosh, what figure was
2: show.
0: On. No, was, she wasn't on the Hill figure show. Right when
2: yes exactly huh. rich girls. rich um rich girls yeah <laughs> not like middle class girls there was no show like that <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: um yeah i would love to see that i really am like fascinated by quincy and the old money of it all because that seems like the reason why she doesn't want to be on tv is maybe because she's afraid that that morgan well might run drive for her so um and oh, also girl she's beautiful <laughs> she is so pretty. She's stunning. I mean, um,
2: Sonia is beautiful. Like even Sonia, yeah. like annihilated, drunk at that house party. I was like, she's so fun and beautiful. I'm like, I can imagine really liking this energy until it's yeah, like one a.m. and it's it's not stopping. It's uh, actually getting worse. So that's right. Where the problem would start.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I would love to see, like, a second generation of, of the, you know, the progenies of these women.
2: I'm trying to think who else, like, we could maybe get. I don't want any of, I don't want, like, Gigi or Bella or no. Delilah and Amelia. Like,
0: those girls are all snooze. Just, um, like, I would it. be able to take, like, C and Teddy Ben Simone when it, Kelly's who, kids. Yes. Yeah.
2: And the older <laughs> one is, I'm like, <laughs> the older one is, like, a photographer and... I
0: got
2: this, like, list of, this, like, vendor I work with sent me a list of, like, oh, here are all these, like, photographers and videographers and stylists and people who are doing things remotely, like, if you need to look at it, and I was, like, going down the list to see if I knew anybody, and then it was, like, something Ben Simone, and I was, like, It's her, and then I went to her account, and it was like I'm a Dutch photographer, and I was like, "Damn it! Oh, that would been so cool. I would have like found. I would have pitched any project proactively. I'm like, I know the perfect photographer. She is the child of Jules Bensimon, who world (laughs) renowned and world renowned model and real estate broker Kelly Kaloran Bensimon. Bensimon.
0: I would even like um, Luann's not like nieces, those (gasps) like art girls.
2: Yeah. And that one niece who dated uh Adam. Adam. She's like when yeah. okay. <laughs> she'd be like, Whenever I need to like go out on the town and get away from my old friends, I go out with my niece downtown and she like wore her like, downtown statement necklace. Like <laughs> like a fringe jacket. Exactly. <laughs> downtown. I love that.
0: I would I think you're onto something.
2: Thank you. I'm really working on it. And I honestly feel like after this quarantine and how thirsty everybody is on the internet, I feel like everybody's trying to get like something cool out of this. Like, and I feel like I can really pitch this. They're all desperate enough for something to do
0: yeah and I was telling you I did um Avery and Ramona are stuck in Boca and so every week they do an Instagram live workout with Avery's trainer (laughs) and Avery just like openly flirts with this guy and I'm like hell yeah like I love this and he's really cute and she's just like she's much more subtle than her mother in terms of flirting (laughs) but I see it and I like it and I I want to see more of her Love that. I've
2: been definitely following her workouts. She does her arm walking series. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, arm workouts are really difficult. She does, yeah, those like trainer things. And Ramona, when she'll post videos of herself doing it with Avery, Ramona like keeps up and always has a smile on her face. I'm like, you just did 13 squats and I'm 26. And like by eight in, I am like kind of crying like my Uh, eyes closed I'm not happy yeah
0: Yeah, they were doing planks for like five minutes straight earlier and I was like I'm I gotta go (laughs) like and she was holding on I was like I can't I can't like be outdone by this 60 something year old woman like I gotta do it but they're tough and I love it I I love how you know Ramona dresses up in a lucite heel and a lip pencil to make dinner for Avery and Mario. Like, I'm just loving every moment of it.
2: She honestly keeps, like, the sex appeal alive. And I would never and could never. Like, I put jeans on on Thursday. And (laughs) I, like, had to, like, go to the store. It was, like, my one time a week to, like, go to the store, go to the bank, whatever. I put jeans on. I put, like, cute shoes. And I just was, like, oh, my God. Like, (laughs) I forgot how form-fitting pants feel. Like that's right. how, like, sheltered we've all become. Like, I just wear athleisure.
0: It, like as soon as I get home, I rip my clothes up. Like I can't. I just feel so like in like in chains. Right. Like it's it's slavery. <laughs> it's truly really modern slavery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm black. You guys don't come for Megan about about what I just said. I Megan laughs at
2: slave labor <laughs> jokes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ramona, this past episode really outdid herself. She took us into the home of Joe Farrell, who has years really. like a Real Housewife. Like I was shocked when yeah. I saw that they were friends, and I'm like, oh, uh, oddly enough, this is the man who owns this mansion. Another small dick situation for a short. Time. Truly,
0: him and those like burgundy skinny jeans just like kill me leah was so right it's like you get to be ugly and short and old and women just flock to you because you're rich
2: (laughs) yeah once sonia saw the bowling alley that was like panty dropper which i didn't know that that would do it for sonia she was just like i'm gonna start playing with you and hard like you have two lanes like this is amazing
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean that house is like sick i heard that like beyonce and jay-z have rented it out before uh, oh, Lord, I mean, would I go to it if it wasn't owned by him? Absolutely. And I would try and stay in the basement like the guy in Parasite. But, you know, ugh, like, I mean, we've all known that, like, that Ramona's a uh, Republican. And, you know, for us liberal kids, we all, you know, in order to enjoy the housewives, you have to ignore the fact that most of them are, like, ardent Trump supporters. Practically. Um, but this guy's like gross and I I just love that Leah was like looking around and was like look at all these gross white people. <laughs> like, You're right Leah. You're you're absolutely right. Even though I heard that she was a Trump supporter too. Yeah I feel like
2: I read something where she was like just because Hillary's a woman doesn't mean I'm going to vote for her. And it's like
0: okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean fine but okay yeah. But, I mean he's given a ton of money to the Trump campaign and I I can't abide by that, and, um, who was it, Luann was on Watch What Happens Live, and was like, yeah, of course he wanted them to be on the show, because he's trying to sell that house, and wanted people to see it, like, it's gross, it's gross.
2: It's really gross, and also, why was Ramona hosting a party at his home, when she has a perfectly good home?
0: It it was valued at 8.5 million dollars, she, she so boldly claimed on, on the show, so, yeah, I, I don't know, I mean, I I think it feels like for the past couple seasons that Ramona's really wanted to like up her station in life and like and Sonia was completely right it's like stop acting like you're this person that you're not like yeah you're rich we're all rich but like why are you trying to like have this like air of like old money upper echelon stuff like it's weird like just be yourself like nobody nobody cares that you hang out with all these like ladies who lunch.
2: I loved when Sonia, like, sat down next to, like, one of the ladies, and she goes, okay, diamond bracelet, hang out with your friends with (laughs) diamond bracelets, but, like, Sonia was used to hanging out with, like, rich, old, white people for her whole relationship with her husband, so she's probably, like, very much more comfortable and used to those kind of situations than Ramona, and Ramona now is, like, you know, getting into those types of, obviously, like, she has always had money, and, but now she's getting into, like, Trump money, and, like, big Mm -hmm. time, you know, Republican donors, it's like, girl, there's other people who have a lot of money, too.
0: (laughs) Well, Sonia actually just posted a picture of her with Joe,
2: She's wearing the same dress as she was wearing in that.
0: The exact same dress. <laughs> she said, didn't see Ramona Singer there. Guess she wasn't invited, clown emoji, because it was not an open house disguised as a social event for the in people in the Hamptons celebrating Ramona. <laughs> what's your ki- Hashtag, what's your kickback? <laughs> it's killing
2: me. Oh, my, oh my God. Goodness. And Sorinda comments, oh, Sonia, naughty, naughty. Oh, my God, <laughs> what's your kickback? What do you think when hashtag Singer Stinger made that comment? Hashtag Projection,
0: uh, an icon. This she is, is the moment.
2: moment. Also, like, why would you bring up like the fact that Ramona didn't get invited to an LGBTQ event? Shocking that that they didn't reach out to Ramona to right. um, go to their event. They're probably <laughs> like, you know what? She's actually against us, so right. she genuinely cannot get invited here.
0: Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm I'm loving the the shade of being like, yeah, I've been in these rooms before. And you're not invited in them. So I, I love that. I love that.
2: Well, I did come across a weird article from November, 2016. And I had a listener hit me up about like this crazy days and nights, mm-hmm. you know, uh, hot tip, whatever. What is it called? Oh, blind item. Blind item hot yeah. tip. That hot <laughs> tip from <laughs> crazy days and nights. And it was saying something along the lines of this person on New York was a big recruiter for billionaire pedophile, Jeff Epstein. Uh, her peak fame came when he went to jail. She would often join in threesomes with this pedophile and whatever teen she hired that month as an intern. Right when the lawsuit started flowing in, she made it in time. I, I, they couldn't really understand the last sentence. So like, it didn't really make sense. So then I started doing some Googling because I was like, okay, New York chick associated with Jeffrey Epstein. Carol was in like his little black book, but I can't see Carol doing well
0: it. they noted in the blind item that it wasn't carol
2: yes that too so at oh, least gosh. she's out of it yeah so then i started doing more googling and came across this article that was in bustle i think and it was about talking about this woman named lisa who then but alleged that they assaulted her during a dinner party back in the 90s that sonia morgan actually invited her to and i guess mm-hmm. this party like was some creepy thing at a dinner that they had, like, a private room, and then there was, like, a circular table where all the women would sit in the middle, and then, I guess they were then forced to, like, walk on top of the table in front of the men and show them if they were wearing panties underneath their dress, and the men oh could, like, look up at during the dinner. T- um, so that was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Definitely not the best thing to be associated with Sonia.
0: No, Um, but I heard a lot of sound uh, theories that maybe it was Alex. Because she used to work for Victoria's Secret. She moved to Australia, like, around the time that Jeffrey first got arrested. Um, And there were some other, like, connections. I mean, the the obvious, like, if you read the one item, it seems, once they mention, like, the interim stuff, it seems a lot like Ramona or Sonia. um, but, yeah, I i mean, this is very dark. The only thing that I don't get from that blind item is that, like, I don't feel like Sonia hides anywhere. Like, we know where she lives. <laughs> I don't really know where, where the hiding thing comes about. Yeah, I'm
2: trying to see if I can, like, anything that's interesting Alex I mean we don't know what the hell Alex was doing before she met Simon she was responding to miscellaneous Craigslist ads
0: well exactly (laughs) and they met on some like fetish site or or, I don't know what it was maybe it was just Craigslist but basically a better site but um uh, the RIP yeah (laughs) so yeah I I mean this is very very dark I would hope that you know you would not continue to be on TV if you had been doing all these things, but I don't know, girl. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it was
2: fishy. But I, you know, as much as like, we could say that like just because Sonia like was there and inviting people, she didn't know what was happening. But Sonia also does seem like obviously incredibly playful, a big drinker and could yeah, maybe yeah. not take that situation as an uncomfortable situation where the other woman was like I don't even really drink and the guys were trying to like force me to drink too so that was another thing so Sonia could have just like been used to that but Mm -hmm. it's interesting when I came across that and hopefully none of that's linked to one another because I I, in this in these times I cannot have to not stand Sonia Morgan
0: like right and that would that would be a big a big turn for me and you're right mentally I don't know if I can handle that I'm not there yet
2: well On to positive news, (laughs) Bethany Frankel has been working on her HBO Max show, which if you guys don't know, which I had to Google, HBO Max is, like, their new streaming service, I guess, where they're doing, like, just digital, I guess, just digital platform stuff, not, like, series shows on HBO. Um, It's called Big Shot with Bethany. So they're trying to find someone with, who's an entrepreneur, who has taken a non-traditional approach she will let people into her inner workings of her life, her business and her philanthropy to show how to be successful. So I'm wondering if this is just another like Bethany, not Bethany getting married, like Bethany getting richer where it's just now going to be another reality show about her. Cause if she's mm. prefacing it with, I will let people into my the inner workings of my life. Like last time you did that, it didn't work. Right. It, was, <laughs> it was so bad for your life that I feel like you would take your inner workings out of your, of the show and, focus on the business right or maybe the person who's going to be cast on this show
0: i think it was maybe luann who or somebody who said like you know everything that bethany does outside of the show outside of like skinny girl in terms of like television fails like her talk show failed bethany getting married failed skinny girl started kind of going down in value when she was off the show and i think they're right like to me Bethany is, like, a one-in-a-million situation, so, I mean, I she can probably offer a lot in terms of, like, motivational speeches, but other than that, like, I just don't think – Bethany's don't come a, a dime a dozen, and I don't think that, like, you can create something. Like, maybe she can be helpful, but I just don't feel like anybody who she – gives advice to is ever going to be even nearly as as successful as her and that's not her fault it's just like she's just like a one in a million situation i I just i don't know i don't know and it's like like, she came for money to a certain degree and you know people who are like trying to make it off you know in middle class america like I, i i just don't know and i just think that she has like a particular attribute to her that like obviously like got her all of the success and I, I just don't I, these types of shows like aren't interesting to me the only competition shows I really watch are like RuPaul's Drag Race so, <laughs> so I, I just I, I just don't know how interesting a show like this could be
2: yeah I mean it's just seems like another type of unnecessary show where, you know, someone, yeah, who has made it really successfully, like, shames people for, like, not having the access, time, money, or maybe, like, drive to doing something. Right. Like, oftentimes these shows happen, and the person, like, immediately goes back to, like, the bad habits that they were doing before, like, Khloe Kardashian's, what is it, revenge body, which, like, even the concept is so pathetic, where it's, like, your ass got dumped, and now the only way that you can make your life better is by looking so hot, so this person might want you back when they didn't want you in the first place, great, that's exactly to the kind of uh, positive (laughs) thinking we should be thinking about post a breakup, but, you know, like, oh, those people, what, they lose 23 pounds, and then they get off screen, and they're, like, okay, I'm gonna go back to, like, not cooking my meals, not drinking water and, and drinking soda, like and, right like, it's like one thought again
0: right, and it's like, yeah, yeah, like I can't dedicate twelve hours of my day to working out and like losing a ton of weight, um yeah. not, yet. not yet right, <laughs> but like I understand the market of like, yeah, if you're in a position where you like you feel like you could be doing something if you only have the shot, like I get it. I get that you would want to get all the advice that you can. I just don't think it's going to work, sorry
2: with branding marketing sales and creative projects they'll work through real business community learning it's like this just sounds boring like i don't care yeah i do business all day long at work and it's boring like that's the same thing it's like i don't want to watch like a mommy daycare group on my housewife shows i don't want to watch a show about people working
0: in business when it's like i see that enough like please we don't right. care
2: enough.
0: right get back on you know, like, I like Bethany for what what I saw her for originally. Just, like, I don't want to, I'm never going to listen to Vicky's insurance podcast. Like, I don't give a fuck, dude. I don't care. <laughs> I want to see you, like, pop a titty out in, in Mexico. Exactly. I want to see you
2: drink four to five different types of tequila and then go swimming with your friends. Like, that's what
0: I want. <laughs> right. I want to see Bethany, like, just rail out at Luann and call her a slut. I want to see her, you know, like be the the voice of reason and like the funny, big, funny, pithy comments in, in her talking heads. Like, that's what I want. And like, I love that you're successful outside of that, but like, I don't care. <laughs> unless it's like not, unless
2: you're not on the Housewives, I really don't care. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing really doing it for me. But I wonder, like, if we are going to be seeing her inner workings of her life, if we'll see any of Paul, who, you know, is like clearly a huge part of her life now that we did
0: yeah. on the show.
2: I don't think Brynn will ever be able to go on television ever. <laughs> no,
0: but I will say that I would be interested in like her humanitarian efforts, but like, that's to me is like a, like a docu series, not a full show. Yeah. I would say that's
2: a six parter on Hulu. Like we yeah. need that be strong. Um, right. I-, I would like to see that. Um, okay. Yeah. So, it's good for you, Bethany. It's good for you. She's like yeah, doing good for good you.
0: The world. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: Well, to end the show, on really bummer news, Gina Kehoe from the Raw Housewives of OC's daughter, Kara opened up about how she lost her baby uh, this past April 6th. So she said she gave birth to a baby who was 11 pounds, and during the birth, he experienced shoulder dystocia, and a compressed umbilical cord, and unfortunately, the baby didn't make it. So she unfortunately gave birth to a stillborn. And that is so sad. And there's, you know, really no story outside of that other than just, like, feeling so terrible for her and her family and Gina. And it's so sad.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely heartbreaking. Like, what a horrifying nightmare of a situation to be, like, thinking, like, there's truly nothing. I, I can't think of anything more heartbreaking than, like, having to give birth to a baby that you're not going to go home with like it's like it's a nightmare situation and I I can't even believe that she like could even say what she said about the whole situation and have so much grace about it like good for her I, I would be like you would have to like lock me up somewhere like I I don't know how she did that
2: I mean it takes a lot of strength and courage to even like address it but I think also like when you're in the public eye and the people who follow you me me, were like, Hey, like, were you in the hospital? What's up? And especially being pregnant during like a global pandemic where like going into the hospital is difficult. And even like getting the care that you might've gotten before is going to be potentially like diminished as like hospital staff needs to like go and help, you know, all of these people who are like rapidly dying all around us. Right. So for all of that to also be happening in our life just seems like, just absolutely brutal and and I, I can't even imagine I had a teacher in high school who this happened to her and I remember like she took like her full maternity leave off
0: because yeah this is trauma like it's just like it, it's horrifying like I I I feel so bad for her like I mean what else can you really say it's just such a such a heartbreaking situation and i hope she like takes the time that she needs to heal from this i really do and yeah you're right like it's so sad that like when you're in the public eye that you have to say things like this or you feel like you do because like people knew that you're pregnant on like a very large scale and they're gonna be invested in in your you know in your life and and i, I mean just such a shitty situation i i really really my heart goes out to her for real
2: same well, of course, you know, there's always a little bit of levity with really sad news. Terry and Heather Dubrow, two of the more clueless people from the Real Housewives of OC that we have truly placed our screens, have been shilling six-ounce hand sanitizers for $28.95 plus shipping and handling on <laughs> their, like, e or whatever, you know, QVC line that they have. But Terry is saying that this hand sanitizer is extra special, extra persistent sanitizer that uses the same technology that they use in surgeries to prep patients, and it's... <laughs> this is my favorite part about this hand sanitizer, which sounds like a perfume. <laughs> We've scorched the earth looking for the impossible-to-find ingredients for this hand sanitizer.
0: Okay, but you just said it was in the hospital, so which one is it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, like, you do, like, rummage through, like, a jungle or something and get, like, amazing oils or something. Right. Oh, this is normal.
0: Yeah, like, what, what are the ethical um, situations with this, this uh, hand sanitizer? Um, hard pass. I don't... Whatever. Like, shut up, Heather. I know she didn't say anything, but, like, shut up.
2: Yeah, no. Won't be buying it. They did say they did donate the proceeds of this to some charity helping someone during the coronavirus. Very thorough research I'm doing over here. <laughs> Big charity with all of the money and help.
0: I mean, I feel like $35,000 is, like, her champagne budget for the year, so...
2: that's another thing. She's like, all of my knobs in my kitchen ended up costing $73,000, so we couldn't really donate more money to the...
0: Oh, God. Okay.
2: Okay. Oh, my God. And one also, (laughs) just note to end the show on an interesting note, Jim Edmonds, the ex-husband of Megan King Edmonds, who was on OC as well, is confirmed to be dating... Courtney O'Connor, a nice Irish girl, <laughs> lover. <her. laughs> and so back in January, we talked about how Jim was going on a vacation to Cabo with a woman who he was having threesomes with Megan with, and now they're living together in his apartment, his home in St. Louis, and they're quarantining together. Uh, so I can imagine Megan is going insane because her TikToks are really off the fucking walls
0: I, I've been hearing things about her pivot into like a TikTok celebrity I she's pretty good go actually really?
2: okay, <laughs> okay. I, I, I hate acknowledging it because Leah's was really good with like the husbands in the pool oh like, yeah that it was day. good <laughs> that was it. but hers are like hers I'm just confused I'm like don't you have four kids or three kids I'm like where are they and you're doing these elaborate productions like
0: great <laughs> um, confused, but. I I was having this conversation with Monty. I was saying, I know that we're going to find out that Jim is with somebody. I called this because he's going to give some chick coronavirus. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs>
2: you know what? That's a good way to trap your man. You know, yeah, you, you really think he's going out. Trap him with some romance. <laughs> and then he can't go anywhere. <laughs> you
0: know you're <he's>
2: not cheating. <laughs> another girl you know gets. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I, I was like, I know it's going to be one of um, his daughter's friends, probably. Or somebody <laughs> around her age. Like, I literally called this. So, you know, this is oh my God. so surprised to me. It's freaking weird. Jim needs help.
2: Truly. And these young, beautiful women who keep falling into his trap also need, need help. Like, how do you keep seeing someone's track record and think, oh, it's going to be different for me. I'm going to be the one who changes them. The classic cool. Courtney She's 22
0: and... years old. She... <laughs> she's 22. That's why she thinks she's going to change him. She'll learn. He's
2: like, learn. wow, I'm so glad Courtney um, got out of school like a semester early this year. She gets to school for a while. I help her with her Zoom meetings.
0: I, I want, if you could get an interview with Courtney's parents, I, I would love that. I would I'd want a Pulitzer that. for it, for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, Kara, this was such a great episode. We really touched on so many different things.
0: I, I, so, I always have so much fun recording with you.
2: Thanks. Well, where can people find you, follow you, listen to your great show, and follow your funny
0: Instagram? Um, you can listen to me at Everyone's Business But Mine, Everywhere you listen to podcasts, and follow me on Instagram at everyone's business but mine.
2: Amazing. Well, thank you for coming on. This is always a joy, absolute pleasure. Lately, thank I've been you. not wanting to like reach out to new people because I'm like, I can't do small talk in a quarantine. Like, I yeah, can. I can't. Be, like, it's great to meet you how have you been living inside for 30 days, not talking to other people because I'm great. Right. It's just not the time. So listeners, I'm sorry. These are all my, my main homies are just pretty much on rotation for the,
0: for the foreseeable future. (laughs) No, I appreciate it. Every time.
2: Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news.